Welcome to Coaching Through Cancer, a show for partners, spouses, friends, and family of those fighting cancer. Daryl Taylor is a certified coach, a widower, and father. He knows firsthand the struggles that spouses and families go through after a cancer diagnosis. If you're in the battle of your life, you are not alone. This is the place for you. Hello and welcome to Coaching You Through. Uh, Today I want to talk uh, about a subject that we've uh, touched on before, which is feelings, specifically processing feelings and emotions. Um, This is different than feeling feelings, which we all do, uh, whether or not we try to suppress those feelings or whether or not we are very emotional and we we express them with with full force. Either way, we all feel them. Uh, We don't express them all the same way, but we do all have feelings if we're human. Now, processing emotions is different, and that's what I want to talk about today in terms of of the difference between the two and the importance. Um, I really feel that there is limited growth, whether it be growth personally, um, whether it be growth in terms of uh, a, a given desire or goal that you have and, um, you know, a business plan, whatever it might be, if you don't have the ability to process emotions, right? Not to say that you can't get things done, not to say that you can't be successful. Um, You can, but in terms of being successful in a way that is both um, comfortable and feels good and sustainable, right? I really think that this this ability to process emotions is essential. So I employ a uh, a couple of different things. One is that uh, I do something that I recommend for all of my clients, myself included, uh, is to do what I call a thought download, right? And some of the things that pop out of your head are thoughts, some are feelings, um, But I just literally write down sort of stream of consciousness what I am thinking. Um, With my coaching practice, we have a rubric that we use called the model. Um, And it's based on cognitive behavioral therapy. And what that does for me is it helps me to sort of organize them, almost in sort of like an equation-like structure. And, And I get to see how... Again, treating any circumstance as being neutral, uh, whatever the thing is you're thinking about or having feelings about, if you can step back from it for a moment and sort of observe it as a neutral circumstance, a thing that happened, not a thing that happened with any specific intent, um, write down those thoughts and then I can put those into that rubric and understand how it's impacting my feelings and understand how it's impacting what happens, what I do, um, and and what happens to me and for me because of those actions. So the thing about this is that it's actually a really powerful tool because what happens often is that we are simply just not aware, right? And and part of what this tool is doing here is it's creating awareness about what you're feeling, but also about why you're feeling. And about what those feelings are doing either to you or for you. 
So people will do in terms of categories, I'll put them into these three categories, which I've learned myself. They'll either resist, react, or avoid their feelings, right? So resist is exactly what it sounds like. It feels bad, you try to distract yourself, you try not to feel the thing. Um, you might react and, to the feeling. Uh, your reactions are typically oversized for the feeling if you're sort of tamping down those feelings, right? So uh, you are frustrated or despondent, and so someone does something that irks you, and you fly off the handle, right? We've seen this. We've all done it. And that outsized and inappropriate reaction is often because you've got feelings that are sort of stuffed down inside of you that haven't been dealt with. The other thing we do is we try to avoid them, right? And so people will, kind of like a seesaw, try to get that thing in balance, right? Or, or get it swinging back where they're on the upside and, and, and that negative emotion is, is on the downside. And, and avoidance can be done with anything that uh, makes you, quote unquote, feel better. And it's often given as advice, right? Um, so certainly you can go out and exercise, but that could become something where people exercise to a point and become so fanatical about it that um, it actually doesn't do what they want it to do, right? Um, and, and still they're avoiding this very important topic of processing their emotions. Uh, but oftentimes you see it in things that are really sort of simple and, and almost absent-minded, overeating, over-drinking, right? Um, and, you know, other things that give them pleasure that allows them to sort of disconnect from this, this experience or experiences that are so uncomfortable to feel, right? But in order to really grow as an individual, in order to really achieve a big goal, uh, whether it be a business goal or a personal life goal, you're going to have to face these feelings. And so um, I'm borrowing this from um, another source where uh, I heard this analogy, um, and I'll break it down for you. But um, the, the way to deal with feelings is to allow them and to process them. And the steps for processing... Again, a bit more art than science, but we'll call it the now method. This is what I learned from a, another location. I, I just want to share it with you. So the now mo motive does this. First, you name the emotion, right? You really have to understand what exactly it is you're feeling. There may be something on top of what you're feeling, right? Like you feel anger, but you don't know that the anger is coming from um, feeling depressed or feeling scared, right? But the reaction and the thing that you think you feel is, is anger. So it, it takes a little bit of um, curiosity to really understand what the underlying emotions are. And that's the reason for the thought download. A lot will come out in that exercise. You want to open up to it. That's the O, right? Uh, you want to open up to the feeling and just acknowledge that it's there recognize that it's there. And again, going back to what I said earlier, feelings are really vibrations that occur within your body. They are uh, a, a bunch of sensory um, electrical impulses, right, that occur in your brain. And, and they can have an impact on your body. 
um, especially over time, things like stress or being worried, right? Um, but you want to open up to it, acknowledge that it's there. And then the last piece is you want to witness the emotions. And again, the writing exercise helps tremendously with this and, and using this rubric of the model also helps with this. Um, but in terms of witnessing it, what we're trying to do by, by recognizing, right, and going with, with the acknowledgement that the circumstance could be neutral, right? It's a thing that happened. It's words that were said. Um, you know, it's an activity that you want to engage in. It's a goal that you have for yourself. It's a thing that you want to do or that you've experienced. Um, then recognizing that you have thoughts about that. The writing exercise is in part to uncover those thoughts. Um, and then knowing that you have feelings that result from this circumstance and your thoughts about it is creating this awareness, right? It's allowing you to sort of really witness that, that feeling, that emotion in action. And what this does really is it just creates a little bit of separation, right? Uh, between you and what you're feeling. And that separation is profound, right? Because it allows you to, to be an observer, right? To be a witness to what you're feeling. I liken it to getting to know someone on a deeper level. You find out that they had a certain experience and that they feel a certain way about a certain topic and it kind of fills in the blanks of this person. What we're really doing here is we're doing that with ourselves, right? I, I want to offer that in some ways because we resist feelings, right, or we avoid feelings, that we really don't get to know ourselves in the way that we should. And this process allows you to do that, right? You see what triggers you, you see what causes an emotion, you recognize the actions that you take, maybe you get angry, maybe you lock the doors and eat ice cream, maybe you, you know, go for a you know, six mile run and, and try to PR or, or something, right? But you have some sort of response to it. And that nets out a result, right? In the case of getting angry, it could break relationships, right? It could cost you your job. Uh, in the case of, you know, eating too much or drinking too much, it can lead to, you know, health problems. So this is the power of it. It's just observing you know exactly how it moves both through you and out of you and when you're in this observer space right you're not fully detached you are actually sitting there with a sensation that is uncomfortable that might be painful um, and acknowledging it and accepting it for what it is and also in that process accepting yourself as being perfectly normal perfectly healthy um, and human and it's that power of observation, just creating that slight bit of distance that allows you to say, okay, now I understand. I know where this is coming from. I know what this is doing. I know how this is playing out. And I don't want to feel this way. Now, from there, we can use that same rubric to say, well, how would you like to feel? Right? Would you like to feel calm? Would you like to feel happy? If you felt calm and if you felt happy, what would you do differently? Right? We could also look at it from um, 
you know, that that result. So if if the way you're handling your feelings is causing you to gain weight uh, and feel lethargic in your body, causing some health problems, what result would you like to have? What would you like to weigh? Right. How would you like to feel physically every day? How much sleep would you like to get? Right. And what kinds of actions will support that? What kind of feelings do you need to have in order to take those actions with more ease, with more regularity and consistency? Right? This is the power of processing emotions. I can tell you as someone in business, there are a lot of ups and downs, and most of them are emotional. They're thought-driven. Thoughts about where your business should be, thoughts about where you should be, thoughts about your capabilities, thoughts about your your, your customers, thoughts about the economy, all these things, right? And they impact how you respond in your business, right? And they impact how you respond to other people in your life. To get control of those things, the solution is to not feel less, but to feel more with intention. And so that's what I want to offer to you today. I, I, I wanted to uh, cover this topic again because I think it's critical in terms of growth. I think it's critical in terms of setting, managing, and achieving goals. Um, I think it's critical in terms of, of having the type of relationships that we want and need to have in our lives. And if we can practice this, and I'm not even suggesting master it, but really just practice it with regularity, um, what you'll find is that you are not only more aware of yourself, you're more aware of your surroundings, you become more aware of other people and how they think and feel, and you're better able to respond to whatever stimulus, be it positive or negative, right? This becomes a type of superpower. And that's one of the things that I like to help my clients with, is to understand this process, to become more in touch with themselves, and be it by focusing inward, you actually gain a lot of external um, outward benefits, whether it be, you know, health, whether it be just mental health, whether it be um, the ability to self-correct and, and stay focused on, on a given goal or desire. And I'd love to help you with that. Um, it's a, a, a passion of mine since I've discovered it. And that's what I do all day long at coaching you through. So, um, it's been great to share this with you. Thank you for listening, and I look forward to talking to you again in the future. Bye now. Thank you for joining us. Share this episode with friends, families, and others in the fight. We'd love to hear from you. What's your story? What are your thoughts, experiences, and what would you like to hear discussed? Reach out at www.coachingyouthrough.com. That's coachingyouthrough with the letter U.com.